Hello world, welcome back, episode 49, I do apologise for it being quite a little while. Um, All I can say is I have been extremely busy, and as I've said before, until I can make this more of a full-time income streamy part of my life, then it will sometimes fall by the wayside, which I don't want to do because I've got so many dedicated listeners around the world now, and thank you, please keep listening, please keep subscribing. Um, I... I've talked about it before, and I am going to talk about it again further um, before the end of the year. Um, I'm going to be launching. Um, well, let's let's save it. Details on on how I might actually make this more of a a, a bigger part of my life, shall we say? So uh, hold your horses and thoughts on that one, and I'll come back to you and possibly asking for your help. Um, Anyway, that's other things. Thank you for coming back. And as I say, been busy, been super, super busy. Um, I had a, a big batch of 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 work, of of um, of Muggle work, as <laughs> as a friend who is in the entertainment industry mentioned the other day. Is uh, when you uh, go back to stuff that's not performing, you do Muggle work. Uh, I don't know if that's patronising or not. Maybe it is a bit. Anyway. Uh, I had to earn money and it was lots of work there, so I had to take it. Um, I have been busy with the play reading for Lily in the guest house window, which I'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, and that was very enjoyable, um, but that took up time and mental energy as well as much as anything else. And um, and then I have been back to my hometown, when I say hometown, uh, listeners from the start will know that I spent most of my teenage years living in a seaside town in North Devon called Ilfracombe, which is in the West Country of England, for those of you outside the UK. Um, And I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, It's not going to be a massively long episode this week, just because um, I have definitely 100% booked three guests ahead, three that I'm very excited about. Um, one, without giving any spoilers, uh, one is going to be a huge amount of fun. Um, another is going to be um, one that I think is really going to get people talking and thinking. Um, and another that is uh, someone uh, a bit closer to my heart. Anyway, more on those as we go. So I'm going to start with, well, uh, there was another thing that took up one of my evenings um, and half the next day, um, was uh, the final concert gig of the British band Soft Cell, the 80s um, electronica, if you want to give them a title, Um, just the, the, the most one of the most wonderful bands from the UK's history. Um, and a lot of the world know them for for the their very, very famous cover of the song, the Northern Soul classic, Tainted Love, which really probably a lot of people wouldn't even realise was a Northern Soul classic. But anyway, um, you can go back and, and Google that and search for that. But um, there, it was one of the most amazing amazing and moving concerts um that I've ever been to um I they played for I think I believe it was nearly 
three hours. It was it was long. Um, and they covered a lot of ground, a lot of albums. Um, it's funny how suddenly you remember when you a band uh, brings out their hits. And they went all hits, uh, album tracks as well, uh, deeper cuts, as you might say. But my goodness me, it was incredible. The whole evening ended on the song Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, which is one of my favourite songs of all time. Um, and the whole, it was in the, the O2 Arena in London, in Greenwich, and the whole arena screaming out every word, um, and I looked around, and there was quite a few people in tears. It was just a, it was just a, a, a moment in time that I will never forget. Um, it was incredible, and there was a lot of inflatable pink flamingos around the arena, because of uh, the lyrics standing in the door of the pink flamingo crying in the rain, which is the first line of the song. Anyway, if you don't know Soft Cell and you don't know that song, that's a really good jumping in place um, they also have a song which uh is is, is one of my favorites and uh, it's called sex dwarf i will let you discover that yourself and that was the the second to last to last 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 song before say hello wave goodbye um, so pretty much everyone in the arena knew that song anyway I'll, I'll let you i'll let you discover that in your own time and uh, and make your own thoughts and feelings on that but um it was an incredible incredible evening i met met lots and lots of lovely people um and a few who i hope to see along the line and if you're listening hello i think you might because you said you might i think i asked you to listen anyway um just wonderful uh, i went along with one of my previous guests and friends uh, and co co-worker mark farrelly the actor who if you go back to uh, episodes at the beginning of this year you'll find an interview with him talking about um his shows and quentin crisp and such and sundry um so uh, an incredible incredible evening and they're going to be releasing one of the reasons i'm saying because this is usually my recommendation section so what i'm giving you at this moment is this is kind of my recommendations for an album that's going to come out because the concert was recorded it's going to come out as um I suppose a DVD. It's going to be released um, as a, a Blu-ray. I don't know how, but it's going to be released as something you can watch somewhere, um, and also as a as a live album. Um, and I presume it'll be a triple album. Um, anyway, look forward to that, and definitely jump into that. And again, if you haven't heard, and you're slightly unaware of them, or you only know perhaps one song. Go and look at uh, the various greatest hits that are available on iTunes and, and jump in and, and get fully soft-celled up. Now, the next recommendation. And now, I'm going to go and see the film. I'm sure a lot of my listeners have seen Star is Born already, and there's been so much hype about it. I've tweeted reviews about it. I've watched all the trailers. I've watched all the interviews with Bradley Cooper and and Lady Gaga all over the place. Um, I downloaded the album, the soundtrack, and Bradley Cooper, my God, he's got a good voice. I say, I haven't seen the film, but just the soundtrack on its own, uh, I, I listened to it on the way to my trip down to Devon, and I'm already in love with it before I've even got to the film. Um, 
but there is one song on the soundtrack that I have become super obsessed by. Let's just put it that way. Called Why Did You Do That? And it's it's Gaga on her own. And it's kind of I don't know. It's 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 uh it's it's like a Gaga maybe two years ago, three years ago, I suppose. I don't know. Um, maybe older than that because she's been around a fair while now. Anyway, it's kind of like an old Gaga track. Anyway, I don't know where I put it in the greater scheme of things, but it's a, just a brilliant, brilliant pop song. It's not in the vein of most of it. A lot of it is more um, is more rock and roll, which I suppose is more Joanne era Lady Gaga. But um, yeah, how do you, how do you, uh, why do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? Why do you do that? Uh, by her on that album is just uh, uh, just throwing recommendations because I've got so much to, to, to talk about um, and this episode is going to be me just chatting to you I'm freestyling I hope you will stick with me um, there is another I'm going to just do a, uh, a couple of tracks from a lady called Candice Springs Candice with a K um, she has an album called Indigo and I would recommend to people who like um, but it's, I always use Prince as a as a benchmarker. Um, Prince in the uh, later in the kind of late eighties, early nineties, probably time would be uh, into this. Perhaps um, she has a bit of uh, Karen White about her. She, uh, yeah, she she's 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 pretty soulful. But um, her album's called Indigo. Candice Springs. And there are two tracks that I can, again, recommend going to once you've listened to this podcast or pausing and going into iTunes and finding them. Um, there's a track called Fix Me that I particularly love um, and another one called 6-8, which is the sixth track on the album. That's another recommendation. Um, then there is an album by um, a gentleman called Clarence Clarity, who I think I've mentioned before. Um, he has an album called Think Peace. Think Peace, Clarence Clarity. And um, it appeals to um, my, again, it's probably quite an 80s sensibility, but with a very now um, production the best way I can describe it. Again, maybe has a, a touch of Prince about it. Um, and then for people who know who know what I I like a lot, um, there is a there's a there's a a collective called uh, Brass Tracks. Brass Tracks are what they say on the tin. Uh, their music is uh, very powered by strong brass horn sections. Um, they have a new album. Um, called For Those Who Know, and they have a lot of guests on it, including Robert Glasper, who I love and who I've recommended before. Um, and it's just super power brass music with... Um, it's, it's it's rap and, uh, and hip-hop, I suppose, in there as well. Um, soul singers with them. It's kind of them and guests. Um, so I recommend that. Um, and then one final, final track for you to go and uh, discover is Tints. Tints, as in tints in a window or tints in your hair. T-I-N-T-S. And it's by Anderson Pack, another one of my uh, last two years people I've mentioned quite a bit. Um, and Tints is uh, a new single featuring Kendrick Lamar, 
who a lot of you will know already. Um, and it is a super funky track. And again, it's another one I've obsessed. I've just got lots of tracks that I'm obsessing over and listening to because I'm doing a lot of travelling around. Um, and uh, anyway, I want to go on to my last... And it's not, well, it is a recommendation, but then again, I know a lot of my audience would have definitely already watched and I have managed to catch up. Um, yesterday was the new Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker. I love her. I absolutely love her. Uh, I, I've, I've never been... And I'm not going to say talk about the the doctors that I haven't liked. I'm not a mass. I'm not the biggest Whovian. I know a lot about it, and I am a fan, and I have had favourite doctors, and I have been involved in it on the sidelines myself in an audio book, which uh, we'll talk about another time. Um, I uh, yes. Anyway, let's not go there now because that's a whole story in itself. But um, it, I, I just found her performance just so refreshing and uh, and 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 it's so it's almost childlike uh in its in her it's her enthusiasm um and just brilliant to have a woman and i think a lot of the naysayers have had to kind of go back a bit on themselves and i i've seen i've seen twitter alight with love for her and i've even seen gentlemen elder Elder, older and elder gentlemen apologising for uh, presumption as they'd made before they'd actually given Jodie Whittaker a chance. But um, I was watching because uh, uh, I was I had a day yesterday to be ill. Um, and so I was in bed watching uh, Comic-Con YouTube videos of um, Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall, who is the showrunner now, and their enthusiasm and passion uh, and the new casts generally their 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 passion and and uh it is a place that you could jump in i mean they're se they're selling it as you could jump in and start this show f fresh um and i truly believe you could you don't necessarily need to have uh followed the show at all before um and i think having um a female doctor will bring in a a, a new younger audience who perhaps then may go back and rediscover all the all the older stories and the doctors way back so i think it's a wonderful thing and uh, i'm i'm so excited for her as an actress to see that happening and, and and just seeing somebody loving their work so much um and really caring um and clearly empowering young women all, all over the world just 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 seeing from twitter but also from the 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 um, gratitude at, at events and interviews from women in the audience to her and to, to Chris Chibnall for doing it, for decide, for for taking that leap. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I, I mean, it's only been one episode so far. Jump in and 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 uh, I think all of my listeners around the world, you listen to me, and I think you probably keep listening because you believe in 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 my, in my ideals and and my love of things. And well, jump in here. So yes, Jodie Whittaker, what a star! Bring it on, another season. So I think that's all my recommendations for this week. Um, there may be others that will suddenly come to mind. As I say, I'm doing this freestyle and I'm also between, um, literally, I've say I've had a day yesterday uh, back home and we're heading to, we've been to 
North Devon. Um, and we went to our friend Tom Bradford, or Tom Ford, as he was known professionally, um, and Catherine Nash's wedding. And it was uh, a beautiful day. Um, they, their love story is, is, is quite a, it genuinely is a Disney story because they met on a Disney cruise ship, working together, singing and dancing and all rounding together. Um, and the story has ended with a fairy tale wedding in North Devon, um, uh, complete with um, a cast of felt like thousands of their friends from the ship who all had these incredible, amazing voices, um, and uh, it, it it was like a Broadway show. Um, but I genuinely, it was it was a lovely experience, and I got to catch up with um, uh, Alex Beechin, who is a. Uh, is a is a good friend now and uh, was musical director on um, two of the pantos I've done and the three musketeers um, in Henley um, and always a pleasure never a never a pain um, and uh, and the marvelous Johnny Vickers hello Johnny um, who if you haven't by the way go and look at YouTube Johnny Vickers um, uh, reading books in nightclubs. Oh, I hope I've got that right. I'm going to stop and check. Oh, I'm back. Sorry, I paused there. It's I read book, I read books in nightclubs, which is Johnny Vickers' um, friend and colleague. Uh, Johnny Vickers has a YouTube channel that, that is called I read books in nightclubs, and it's a it's a it, it's it's good. And he has uh, a lot of listens, and he's very dedicated to making sure that the content is fun and uh, and regular keeps himself regular um and uh, his last one that i watched uh say so he's a youtuber rather than a um podcaster which i'm sure he probably will do as well um and his last one was called why i act a backstage-ish vlog so uh yeah he talks about all sorts of stuff but he talks about why he does what he does and um and and the, the the trials and tribulations of being a performer um and he's very charismatic anyway he was at the wedding too it was lovely um and um so yes we were back in that area and that area is is as listeners from the beginning of this podcast know uh, north devon uh, in the west country of the uk is um is where i spent my teenage years and it was funny i hadn't slept in the town that i'd grown up in i hadn't actually s- spent a night there for roughly about 30 years so actually sleeping a night in my old town was quite an experience and then we got there on a Sunday night and so it was quiet and it's out of season and in a seaside town in the UK where out of season means things get quiet and that's kind of how I remember it quite a bit um and it's the whole experience I think I put a few ghosts to bed um and I actually loved the peace and quiet. I know I'm getting older, creaky need, but there was something just very grounding about the whole experience. And so, if you if you have that in your life, and you need to go back to a place and 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 and, and give yourself a few nights in in a place that may have caused teenage angst, go and do it. I can only recommend doing it. It was a wonderful experience. Um, I took. My husband Keith, he was coming to the wedding with me, so I got to really give him a chance. We'd been there once for a couple of hours many, many years ago on a really rainy day, and we didn't see much, and we were kind of stopping by just via going to another place. So this is the first time I'd had 
Keith have the experience of this of my hometown with me and we walked across cliffs and I took him to this, this beautiful little village called Li Bay which is a, 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 I mean it literally has a pub and a post office um, and that's it and it was it was beautiful we had a ploughman's lunch on a, on a windy afternoon after cliff walking for hours and the, the whole experience was 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 wonderful and, and going down to the harbour and and feeling and, and 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 catching good memories that's what it was all about really um so i so yes i i have to say that it was it was a great experience but anyway the reason i'm telling you all this is because that was there we were there for that wedding um and i'm heading to another wedding later today well the wedding is tomorrow but we are going to our dear friends neil and naomi hello neil and naomi and congratulations because by the time you listen to this you would have been married it'll be old news um but uh, I think it's going to be a very special occasion. It's in Cambridge, near Cambridge. So we're going up to spend a night at Airbnb, a couple of nights in Cambridge and go and find somewhere to have dinner there this evening. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, um, and I don't want to say too much about that because that will probably have, I'll have stories from that once it's done. Um, also going to Portsmouth uh, this week to do press launch of the, uh, of the Panto of Cinderella. So I'm looking forward to going back there and uh, and hanging out with those people who I'd met the last time and a few others who I have yet to meet uh, and getting the old geesh back on and being um, an ugly sister again. So that's, that's fun ahead. Now I am going to be a little bit all over the place because thoughts are coming to me as as I record and as I speak and I've got so much, so many thoughts that I just want to throw things out. I also um, yesterday watched um, a film called Twenty Second July and it's on Netflix. I think it's a net, it is a Netflix made film, um, and it's it's not an easy watch. Um, it's directed by Paul Greengrass and written. And, and produced by him and it's a fully Norwegian cast and crew and it's about um, the 22nd of November in uh, Oslo and an island not far away It's of the terrorist attack um, that happened that day um, I remember when it happened because I'd been to Norway uh, not that many years before and just felt the whole place to be such a beautiful peaceful, tranquil some of the nicest people you'll meet in the world were the Norwegians um, and I fell in love with it so when that happened I, I, I felt I mean it's, it's tragic wherever it happens but it seemed to strike a particularly dark note when it happens in a place that is so beautiful and and where you don't expect that to happen I suppose anyway anyway um, the it's it, it, it's incredibly powerful um, it doesn't it doesn't make any bones of, of the truth it, it just it it well, sorry it does go to the bare bones of the truth I should say and it, you, you it, it's, it's brutal um, and you have to be prepared to, for, for it to it, it's quite upsetting and traumatic but I think it's actually something that people should should see um, I think in honour of the of the people that were killed and the, the children that were killed in the island, in a way, I think it's, it, the, to the story should be told, uh, mustn't forget 
Um, and I don't think every terrorist story should be turned into a film or a dramatization. But I felt it was done in such a. It was sort of. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. That was Alexa joining in. I don't know why she decided to join in there. She does, doesn't she? She suddenly has a, a thought or an opinion. Anyway, um, it's, as I say, some people have, have, have that the criticism is that it's talking and glamorizing um, this uh, right wing, right wing extremist um, called Anders Breivik. Who who was who was the um, the man who carried out the atrocity in the name of he said he was part of a group called the Knights of the Templar, which is uh, is something. But whether he's part, it's anyway without going into long great depths, whether he was operating as a as a singular uh, a man with his own ideals and how sane he was will remain to be seen um and but the 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 the, the criticism has been that he uh wanted to be glorified as a as a nazi um hero um and that it's pandering to exactly what he wants but it doesn't show him in a in a in a, in a great light and Ultimately, it shows him as a very lonely uh, and confused man with with not much, with no one in his life, uh, including his his parents. Anyway, uh, and it's not it's not completely. I wouldn't say sympathetic to him. It's not sympathetic to him because he's only so. No, there is no sympathy. But um, anyway, beautifully acted. Um, there is the. Uh, uh, Villar, who is um, played by, I'm just looking at now, uh, Jonas Strand Gravely. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but anyway, he is, his performance is just, uh, I mean, I, 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 I was in floods of tears and it sucker punched to the stomach. Um, go and watch that. Go and watch it. A bit, bit, but feel. Make sure you're feeling in, feeling in a good mood or feeling strong, um, because it's not an easy watch. But I say some of the best acting I've seen in a long time, and uh, an important story to be told. Um. Anyway, let's move on. As I say, I think it's going to be a little bit all over the shop today with my thoughts, and uh, um, and and just bear with me. Um, as I say, I do have kind of a bit more of a plan ahead with guests and things it's also been timing and i hope you do understand that it's not always the easiest thing to do um and uh, i know even with some of my biggest and bestest podcasts things go awry and um and and it's sometimes difficult for someone to uh, get a continuation unless you are in your studio that someone's paying you to be at once a week um i'm i'm paying myself <laughs> anyway, moving on to uh, what else? What, I mean, my previous podcast, which was about, uh, was with um, Stephen and Greg, and uh, we were talking about the project Lily in the Guest House Window. Now, um, we did uh, a few rehearsals and a rehearsed reading, and it was such 
a wonderful experience um, so far, and I feel truly do believe that it's 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 this is just the beginning of something, and um, looking forward to. Uh, future work ahead um we had a lovely audience turn up um of uh, friends and colleagues uh industry people were invited and just being the, the nature of the beast sometimes it was a weekday afternoon and uh, well it's the it was a friday afternoon it was a week ago and uh the j- just people are, are tied up um and uh but we are going to push onwards with it um and i'm meeting with Greg and Stephen next week to talk further, um, looking for producers, funders, and the like. And if any of you listeners are uh, in that world and would be interested in perhaps sitting down and talking to us, let us know. Anyway, it's worth just putting it out there. Um, is uh, yeah. So the next stage is 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 uh, a bit more work on the play, probably. Um, and uh, and uh, sitting down and talking to cast. I'm going to try and get the other cast members to sit down with me at some point, and I'm going to uh, do a podcast with them um, because we want to say we want to document the whole experience, and I'd like to get their take on on this piece as well because it's it's super strong and um, and and very moving. Um, and anyway, we'll talk more about what people felt when I'm with them um but I just do want to to mention um Sam uh Elwin who was playing uh Dita who is kind of the uh is the is the uh, the love interest of um my character uh Lily um and was a pleasure to work with everybody involved was a pleasure to work with um and uh, to be honest with you, every yeah, the whole cast, um, uh, Bola, who was playing Joel, is an incredible actor, and you'll be seeing lots of him, I think, in the world um, in future because he's 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 brilliant, um, and I can only again say what a pleasure it was to work with him. Um, likewise with um, Adam and Grayson, who was uh, playing. Uh, a lot of the SS officers and all the other men in the piece. And uh, he's good at being quite a nasty character. Um, I and mean, in real life, is such a nice, gentle person. Um, and then the ladies who, um, Jen and Abigail, who were um, were reading all the reporters and documenters. Um, so, yeah, everyone, thank you. Great experience. And look forward to further work with that. Um it's funny how you can get so. I put my you I I I I put a lot of time aside to 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 think about it and talk about it with people and also just to kind of watch documentaries and think about uh, a lot about the character of Lily and 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 why she's doing what she's doing and uh, and she's probably a lot stronger than I am. <laughs> um, but an incredible character that I'm so excited about taking further. Um, and I will keep you up to date. I will keep you up to date. And as I say, we'll get a podcast, uh, hopefully before the end of the year with the rest of the actors um, and uh, and keep you posted as things grow. I also have to mention that it's been National Coming Out Day yesterday and the day before, depending on where you are in the world. Um, and I want to say... Congratulations if you have 
and you're telling people because you felt there was no better day than no day but today in the words of Jonathan Larson in Rent um, and you you've seized the day and you've done it so congratulations um, if you're just commemorating the day um, and uh, remembering when you came out and whether it was a straightforward experience or uh, or more difficult and even if you haven't yet and it's given you food for thought I just want to say that uh, well there's a lot of people in the world for you and obviously you can find resources anywhere on the internet but I am definitely here for you if you need to contact me um, please do I've put this offer out before and I have had a couple of people contact me and I've had quiet chats about things and I'm more than happy to do that um, if you feel you'd like to to just share with me I'm happy to be a sounding board um, so feel free you can find me um, at uh, 40 something gay is the dot Dakota UK is the website um, I'm also on Twitter I'm you, you google me you'll find me um, and there are plenty of ways to contact me um, please feel free to do that but yes going back to it uh, national coming out day which I think is a really good idea um, it's clearly still not easy for people in every part of the world even in the most liberal parts of the world it can be a personal struggle uh, I've just witnessed I have caught and I'm I promise you I'm not watching it avidly but I have caught a couple of this year's Big Brother ordinary Big Brother civilian Big Brother episodes and uh, there's a young gentleman who has come out on national TV but he's been struggling with actually saying the word gay and I've seen some people on Twitter saying that he's just doing it that it's a it's a, it's a calculated move I, I I truly don't believe that um, and I kind of remember feeling that myself that it wasn't even about it was it's kind of even though you're telling people it's a funny thing about saying the word I think I and I know lots of my guests have talked about it and some people initially say that they're bisexual because it uh, they felt it it softens the blow not taking away that people aren't bisexual and 100% I know friends who are and it's it's just that it feels like a it's 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 sort of a, a felt like a, a a medium halfway house uh so sort of without jumping straight out and as again I'm, I must I am repeating this this is not to say that bisexual people um uh, aren't valid and completely that's another coming out altogether um because you do face prejudice in that way uh, prejudism um but yes so whether you've come out as bisexual whether you've come out um as transgendered whether you have come out as gay whatever it is you have done if you've done it then congratulations um my my experience talk about briefly i mean and i've talked about it before was actually more the problems were in my head were a lot of self-created things um and i think that's probably one of my biggest issues in life is that i let things uh mull over in my own head and i spend too much time uh, ruminating about an issue and then it becomes worse than it actually is and i know that's a a thing that a lot of humans suffer but i must say that that was that was my biggest hurdle was myself um 
once I told my family, and I told you before, listeners who've been with me since the beginning, that I, I wrote a letter. Um, this is before I, I didn't have an email address. Um, and people were sending emails, I believe, but I, I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't gotten on to that just yet. Um, I, I wrote a letter and uh, and it was a great response from my parents. And as I say, I did remember thinking things that were said as I was a when I was a youngster that uh, when I was a, a boy, I mean a little boy, hearing overhearing things that adults would say about gay people. and it was just a different time. Um, and the concern was from, especially from my mother, was that uh, the world can be unkind and cruel, um, and it can. Um, but I, I think we managed to, I managed to uh, show my mother that it's fine and that, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm as safe as I ever will be, um, and uh, that that hasn't put me into too much danger. I have encountered homophobia, we've talked about it. I hope that if you have come out that hopefully you don't have to encounter any homophobia or little homophobia along the way. Um, But again, just to reiterate, do contact me if you feel you want to either A, talk to me and maybe if you want to talk to the listeners about your experience. If it's been tougher and you really want to share that with the world, feel free to contact me and I'm more than happy to get you on and have you as a, as a, a guest. Um, I know I have listeners in parts of the world where it's still illegal. I have mentioned this before and I'm not going to go into the depths of where, but you know who you are and I know that it could even be a danger you listening to this podcast and I hope that you are safe and that you manage to find uh, some some calm in the storm um, that's going on in your world uh, by listening and that one day you will have the chance to live uh, as free and full life as I have had Um, and I have to say though I have encountered homophobia it's not been to the level of uh, people around the world where as I say they base uh, at very least criminal prosecution so, um, that's really all I want to say about it, is that it's, I, I'm, I think I'm very lucky, and I'm able to have this podcast about, you know, which is based around my sexuality, um, and that a lot of my work has been influenced by my sexuality, and I'm happy about that, and I do try and make it that way, and I'm, some people may say, uh, detriment to my career but that's who I am and that's how I believe I that's what I believe I was put on this earth to do anyway goodness it's getting very very intense in here I'm going to change the subject I know let's talk about me (laughs) let's talk about uh, the future of things I'm doing ahead so obviously uh, we'll we've talked about Lily um, and that will be ongoing and growing. Um, I'm still working on my one-man piece because I know that I've talked about it before. Um, To be honest with you, it's so personal that it was actually making me a little bit down, so I had to take a step back 
Um, don't think that I am forgetting about it and that it's still as important as ever, but I just needed to have some time away from it to get a bit more perspective because it's all about, you know, it's about my experiences with my mother and her experiences with dementia and um, I needed to just let it lie for a while. So that will be, that That again is is uh, is not been forgotten. Um, and then I have um, pantomime coming up. Uh, Cinderella playing Ugly Sister and as I've mentioned um, and if anyone happens to be in the Portsmouth area over Christmas Portsmouth in the, on the south coast of the UK then please come along and watch and have uh, a sherry with me afterwards I would love to see you um, and if you want further details I will let you have them um the bigger picture is we are thinking about what we're going to do in the next year is 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 uh, a lot of new starts i feel i'm going to update my headshots because i don't look quite as young as i used to um i'm going to be refreshing in just everything really um and perhaps get some new voice reels and it's uh, i'm looking forward to it and not not saying well everything has to be on hold till the new year because continue working for things but um we're going to figure out where we want to be uh, geographically in the world. That is also on the cards for myself and my husband in the meantime. Um, lots of things. And I think the other thing to say is that it could be a big worry. And uh, and this, I always go back to mindfulness that I do use my, try and use my meditation, my few five minutes to ten minutes a day to ground myself and not to let an open future be a big worry and a big panic um and again i think that's something that i know that a lot of my listeners you're all quite sensitive lovely people um is to not to not let the future daunt you which is has always been my thing um and that to have an open book as a future might yeah it's a bit scary but scary can be good and there is something about not being in a comfort zone all the time obviously you want to go back to it sometimes and I do like to retreat to my shell um a cancerian crab not that I'm a massive believer in star signs and all that but maybe there is something anyway I think all I'm saying is that it's okay to to have uncertainty um and I need to embrace that more in my life. And I think that's probably something I'm going to focus on a bit more in the new year. Um, and and be open to uh, a few more experiences that will perhaps take me out of comfort zone. Anyway, um, I'm going to make it a brief one this week just because I wanted to check in with you. And I wanted to say hi, I'm alive and uh, hope you're all doing well. But I I just, uh, just to let you know that the year ahead is is very exciting and I have... Uh, plenty of things I want to do with the podcast and as I say I've got some really good guests coming up um, that I know you're really going to enjoy um, I'm going to possibly be revisiting a couple that have been massive favourites from the last year and a half um, and I'm talking to those people as well anyway that's I think it for now Please go into the world, have a wonderful time, keep safe, look after yourselves, be mindful, do all those things. Um, but more than anything, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast and keep telling people, your friends and family, all about it. Um, and uh, and yeah, and refer them to your favourite podcasts. And my 
one final thing if you go to my website uh, a, a newcomer can jump in and uh, the gentleman who designed the, uh, the website has put on a thing called a randomizer so you can choose one and the randomizer will choose another episode for you so you don't have to go through it's nearly 50 50 next next episode is 50 wow um so you it will choose them for you um rather than you working your way through them all i know people are still doing that thank you for doing that keep working through the podcasts gang i love you all very much thank you for listening and i'll speak to you very very soon (laughs) 